This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode. We have Susie Walton, our dear friend, joining us today to talk about technology. We're going to try to make this one a short and sweet one because this information is so important, families. And um, we also want you just to be able to, to get it and get back to your family so you can start implementing all these ideas that we're going to so give you. So you won't you. be on your tech too long yes. <laughs> yeah. listening to us. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> we needed technology to give this message on technology to not use technology as much. So we are going to, we're giving ourselves a 20 minute guide, like we're going to try to do this in 20 minutes so we can get you guys off these devices and back to your family. We also have Susie's niece here joining us, Gabby, who is 18 and is going to be able to really speak to what it's like to be raised in a world of tech. Um, You know, your generation was born into this, right? Mm -hmm. Basically. Uh, And we're going to cover five things for you guys today. So um, what it's like to, to be a kid in this world of technology that Gabby's going to speak to. We're going to talk about some limits we recommend you guys set around technology, ways to self-manage, making sure you're checking in with yourself about your own usage, and then also being aware of how easily nature deficits can happen with your kids. And so, um, Susie, thank you for being here. If you guys, you know, aren't familiar with Susie's work, Susie is the founder of uh, indigovillage.com and an incredible parenting instructor. You can hear all about her... um, her work and her teaching through our other episode, all about raising athletes. If you haven't listened to that one, make sure you go listen to that one. And you, and Susie introduces herself there, gives you all the information about um, her wonderful coursework. And Susie is my mentor and teacher when it comes to parenting. So, um, but today we're just going to get right into these subjects. So Gabby, talk to us a little bit about what it's been like for you over the last 10 years being a kid with all this technology around, um, I'm sure there's been some incredible, like, God, this is awesome. I have access to my friends <laughs> and, you know, I can call my mom and sh- she can let me know she's going to be late from work or whatever. And at the same time, there's probably been some some hard mm-hmm. things that are like, gosh, man, it's hard to see all my friends are at a party and I wasn't invited or I don't know. Talk to us a little bit about what the reality is there. It's hard to talk about it because I haven't known anything else. You know, I've grown up into this age. I grew up, I mean, I was born in 2000. So I've definitely right. like been in this the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's kind of iffy because there are people who use it for the wrong ways. So like people use it too much, you know, like they get in trouble at school because they're always on their phones. And that's a problem because we're coming to school and you're getting in trouble if you're on your phone. Yeah. And then you get taken away for the whole day because you can't go one hour without it. Self-manage, you know? yeah. It's self-management. Um, there's also little things like Instagrams. There's now a thing called Finsta. So it's a private Instagram ah. that people have. Some yeah. people, I know girls have used it for like 
bad pictures. Yeah. <laughs> things like that or like bad things. Like what people don't know is social media has a way of getting back to you. So I also know people who have lost their scholarships because of the social media. Holy smokes. And it's crazy because you can put one tweet out there and it's gone. Just like that. Yeah. Because we don't realize we're putting out there and how long it stays with us. Because when you you're know? a teenager, you make mistakes. That's exactly. part of being exactly. a teenager. And it sucks because our age, you make mistakes, you can't take them back like we used to. Yes. This is an iPhone, you put on the internet, it stays there. Yes. You know? And it's scary to think about because people don't know their limits. Um, people younger now are using social media like they're 15 or 16 and they'll be or nine. 10 yes yes yeah. like, no like that's not okay like i personally think you should get a phone when you're 12 it should be one of the flip phones and then get an iphone in high school you guys hear that from a kid that is now 16 18 you, 18 you don't think you would have died if you didn't have a phone no you, right no. like it's, it's such a beautiful world and we're all trapped on our phones and yes. so when Susie says to go outside she means it because we're really all on our phones like you can see the outside from your phone but you can't live the outside outside yes you know that's, what I'm saying oh uh, that's the big quote I <laughs> on the show notes page yeah. it's a beautiful world and we're all trapped on our phones yeah right. and and what about comparison has it been hard to oh, I mean it's hard enough to be sure. a, a kid a teenager mm -hmm. but now you have this like I would think it's easy to, to compare yourself because mm -hmm. all these for stuff. sure like you see pretty girls and you want to be just like them and so it makes you feel bad inside but it makes you want to be like everyone else because so what now, they're showing is the yeah. highlight reel so now yeah. you see a perfect world that you really don't know that they're not living a perfect world they just make it look like that so it sounds like you guys are aware of that but it's still hard yeah i mean it is hard like you just have to use it for the right reasons and not yeah. think about it too much you know well yeah. what point did you because your point wendy at what point did you realize that because i imagine at 14 did you realize that mm that um, this was just a painted picture that people were putting out there? Or did you really see, like, oh, that's their life. Why isn't my life like that? I think I've known this for a couple years. So I'm a 18. Um, I definitely feel like I've matured a little faster. I'm really independent for my age, too. Yeah. So that's a good thing for me. But other kids don't realize that until they're 20, you know, because yeah. they're just so trapped inside of it. They don't have anything else to look at. So if they grow up, they don't have, like, a brother or a sibling, like, or brother or sister to have, yeah. you know, growing up. So they don't have anything but their phone. And their parents yeah. are too busy worrying about themselves, so they don't worry about them. Yeah. And that's another thing is we're all trapped mm. in our own world. We don't realize what's outside. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That yeah. is such, <laughs> good, like, such a great realistic from... I can keep going, too. Like, I it's know, crazy. Like you know? Is there, it's like, so a self-worth also put on, like, uh, the number of followers or, like... Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, like, you want that good ratio, the follow ratio. You don't want to follow that many people, but you want a lot of people following you. Because everyone wants to be involved in that. Personally, yeah. I don't care. I have the same ratio because I would rather follow everyone back, you know? Right. Just well, and things like that, too. Yeah, and families, as you're listening to this, yes, Gabby's 18, but remember, I swear it's crazy, that whole saying, like, oh, blink, and time is gone, right? Like, our kids are going to be here before we know it. So if you have kids that are three years old right now, you know, we're going to move into here now some suggested things to help you teach them self-management from a very young age because... It matters. It matters what you're doing now with these mm. kids. If you want to get them to a place where they can, they can have this, um, 
you know, controlled substance, so to speak, by the time they're in high school, 15 years old, when you when you do allow them to, to get access to more and more of this, you want them to have these internal, intrinsic control methods, right? Yeah. Like, um, so let's talk about self-management, Susie. Tell it, you have so many wonderful ways um, of encouraging parents to use this as actually a great way to teach self-management. So tell us a little bit about that. I'm, I'm going to add one more point to her story, though, because you were talking about, you know, looking at a really cute girl on Instagram yeah. who would be like, oh, I want to be like that. One time, one of my parents, I saw him at the end of the summer. I'm like, oh my God, according to Facebook, you had one of the most amazing summers ever. <laughs> he said, Suze, if everybody's world was like, it looks like on Facebook, you would have no clients. Right. <laughs> goes, Those moments were amazing, but there was a lot of not. So that's another thing even, you know, like... That kids yes. have to face in their world. It looks like everybody's having fun but them, yeah. right? You really just have to be self-aware. Yeah. Because yeah. you can use it like it's a beautiful thing, you know, but you just have to know what's wrong and what's right. Mm-hmm. And that can hit. So, so when it comes to self-management, like what you're hitting upon, Wendy, it's so important, the sooner the better. Yes. Um, so I say use screen. Don't get so upset about screens. It's They're here. They're not yeah. going anywhere. But teach man teach the screen management like we'll use screen as a time management program right like even i have two little grandkids that have these little ipod things so, you know one yeah. day they had them in the car and i said okay you have them in the car but you cannot use them in the car if i find you even looking at it in the car i'm taking it away from you just for a few minutes and i'm going to hand it hand it back you're not in trouble and i was just doing a little experiment because I, I i told them even though they're six and eight you're not in trouble for this, but my ultimate goal for you kids is to know how to turn these things off when you need to be doing something different. Yeah. So while we're in the car, we're looking outside the window. You're right. not texting your mom or your dad because that's all they can really text on this thing. Yeah. So, um, but I see them on it. I go, hand it over. And like, Grammy, I'll hand it over. You're not in trouble. I'll give it back to you when we reach the next yeah. signal. Cool. And I just went back and forth for like an hour you know, in the car for like an hour off and on. And just to get them to practice turning it off, doing what they're supposed to do. Now go back to it because parents, your ultimate goal, all of you out there, whether your kid's two, three, or 18, is your kid knows how to self-manage by the time they move out of your home. Yeah. The screens are going to be with them. They're going to be in college or wherever they are at some point in time. You want them to know how to turn it off to get to class. You want them to know how to turn it off to get to practice or to work or whatever it is they're doing. So use it now. Start with the TV set. Yeah. You know, telling him you want to watch Daniel the Tiger, fine. And just know when it's off, it's off. Right. And if you have a problem turning it off, next time Daniel Tiger comes on, you won't be watching it. And I'm not doing it because I'm trying to punish you. I'm doing it so that you learn the importance of turning things off without having a, a fit about it. Right. And you're not in trouble. And you, you just use that with all the screens. Yeah. When it's time to turn it off, it's off. And if not, I'm going to take away. Again, keep telling your kids you're not in trouble. Right. But in order to do that, you have to use a tone that doesn't say they're in trouble. Yes, yes. Because tone is a verbal expression of our feelings. So if you're saying, okay, Terry, that's it. Give me the phone. But I thought, I w you're not in trouble. Just give me the phone. Well, my, <laughs> my tone is really telling you you're in trouble, that I'm upset with you. So your tone needs to be, hey, Terry, I can see that you just had a tough time with the turning off the TV or the phone. So let me have it and you can have it again later. Yeah. I mean, just hearing the difference, you can see as the kid, you don't like it, but you're not feeling like it. you did something wrong. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. 
timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yes. Because yeah. in any mastery parents, it's, it, it takes a lot of mistakes to do it. And that's what Gabby just hit upon. The kids in the world of social media, they can't make mistakes anymore. One mistake, they lose their scholarships. And that's no joke. Right. I've heard about that in the sports. Coaches yeah. are getting on kids at their recruiting pages just to see how they handle life. Yes, and yeah. they look through everything. They won't be shy. And they know the yeah. secret program. Yeah. Yeah. Secret they know how to... Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Yeah. Insta. You know, there's yeah. everything. So Snapchat, they even look. Our kids don't. I mean, thank God. I, I'm so glad I didn't have all this stuff as a teen. Yeah, because I made a lot of mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> Which makes me so smart now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but in general, so just start using screens as you know. Set the limit. They may not agree with it. But, you know, work with the best that you can. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even want you watching TV or I don't even want you on your phone, but I can see it's important to you. So I'm willing to let you on it as long as when it's time to turn it off, you turn it off without a fight. Yeah. yeah. Your choice. And I do this with my little kids to all oh, these little guys that aren't have some kind of screen going on. Let me have it or just know. 
Yes. You're not going to use it next time. But or... even when they're little kids, you know how I was saying how they compare as my age? But with little kids, they'll come back home from school and they'll yeah. be like, Mom, Dad, my friend has a phone and yeah. I don't. You know? Like, yeah. what can you do? Yeah. I'm like, that's because of the parents. It's not because, you know, yes. of the kids, you know. Yep, and, and which is leads us into setting limits, right? So, and um, but and before we move on to setting limits, real quick, you know, this last month in the bonfire. So at the time of this this filming, this month in our bonfire program, we actually have a whole lesson on this technology, and we go into more specifics on how you can teach self management, which is straight out of your Susie's rule book of like, hey, create a bank system, have them give them some coins, let them, you know, be in charge when they turn it off, when they don't. You decide as a family on the rules, but. Um, that's a great place to go if you want more information on. Yeah, on and then when and when they push, they and they should push limits. You guys, there's a lot of therapists out there right now, very concerned that your teenagers aren't pushing limits. Yeah, they're just being compliant, just to keep things, and that's not normal behavior, especially for teens. So, right. your kids were meant, kids were meant to push limits, but kids know by age three if you're actually going to stick to a limit or not. And I haven't found a parent yet who has never not given yeah. in to a limit. Right. So they're going to push you hoping that you give in. But the thing is, if you keep giving in, they're going to push harder and longer and it gets really ugly as they get older. Yes. So yeah. set a limit and be sure that you stick to it. Okay. I don't care it, with that agreement that if they're going to fight it, next time they don't get it. And right. Without any, because you know, how many times did your kids fall off bikes learning how to ride a bike? We didn't yell at them. Yeah. Say, idiot. Oh, when they're walking. Or you fall off your yeah. bike. That, you know, okay, you fell off your bike. That's how we learn. Yeah. yeah. You'll get back on later. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. You didn't turn off the phone or the TV. It's gonna, gonna be gone for a while, but you get it back again. Yes. Because I want you to keep doing it and you challenge them. Hey, Terry, you've been off your phone for an hour now. Hey, Terry, you haven't had a show on since this morning. Do you want to try to turn on the show again and turn it off when it's supposed to be turned off? Like, I want to challenge Terry. Nice. Because ultimately, I want him to know how to do this. I'm not going to take it away for a year or a week. Yeah. I'm missing out on whole, so many opportunities to teach self-management. Beautiful. And and we're not going to go into super detail, but some, some limits that Fresh Start Family recommends is things like no devices in the bedroom. Definitely make an agreement as a family about what's appropriate screen time, let's say for the weekend, whether it's going to be a 30 minutes or a half hour each day, or 30 minutes or an hour each day, whatever it is. Another limit that we recommend is no screens Monday through Thursday for your kids through elementary school, at least, um, as far as like just game playing and stuff. It, I think it eliminates a lot of arguments and um, other things like passwords or common knowledge and um, all that kind of stuff. But you guys come to your own limits, right? But then what Susie's saying is Stick to them. And sometimes that's going to get ugly. And that's okay. You can get through it. Like, you don't... It's not going to be a perfect world, but you... Your role as the parent is to stick to your limit because, as Susie always teaches us, when you say no to something, you're always saying yes to something else. So, by saying no to your kids when they want more and more screen time, when they're little brains, (laughs) like, you're saying yes to, like, their mental health. Studies have shown that as screen time goes up, especially with teens, mental health challenges also go up. Depression, anxiety, um, you know, like... Yeah. Stuff like that. So well, and I think um, you know, for us, like when Wendy says, "Fresh Start Family recommends." This is really just like what we've found in our our home as like um, these realistic limits that we can s- stick to. It's like you know, we're not the there's no TV in the house at all. There's not the there's no electronics at all. It's that you know, Monday through Thursday, just don't expect it at all. And then on the weekend, you're going to get some. 
And I think that's been a, a point too, where we can talk to our kids also. It's like, we're not all the way over on one extreme. We're just, you know, we're just, we found this, this is our kind of happy medium. This is who we are. This, this is, is our life. This is, this is who, yeah. who we are. And, and then stick to that limit. And it's realistic. Like you said, it's like, you're not taking something away for a year. You're giving them another chance so mm -hmm. that they can learn to live within that, those limits. And one more thing about that though, is sometimes you will feel like you are the outcast, right? So for example, one more limit that I want to touch on that we really are firm about. And Susie, the, one of the reasons why I'm so confident and firm on this rule is because you've been so in my ear, like over the years about it is, you know, Stella, the kids were, we're we don't want them to have a phone until high school. And Susie's always taught us like, if they need, if you need to get a hold of them, get them a flip phone or, you know, there's other ways to get a hold of them. Um, but for, but for, there's a, actually a pledge out there called wait till eighth now. And it's a very supportive website that you can hop on and get a lot of resources. If you wait are till eighth. wait till eighth. And so they probably mean graduating from eighth grade mm -hmm. until they go into high school, right? But that's another firm rule that a lot of people slip on and they make up, you know, there's a lot of reasons you can say, but in the end, be firm on it. Trust yes. me, what you're saying yes to by keeping your kid off all that temptation until they're in ninth grade, they're still kids in ninth, ninth grade, but okay, you guys, we got to move on. We're get, trying to get all this stuff done in, in um, 20 minutes. So um, number four is make sure you're checking yourself and your what you're modeling to your kids or your grandkids for Susie's example, right? Because I mean... I, I, as I put in my lesson that I built for my bonfire members this month, um, the studies have shown that the average adult at this point in their life touches their smartphone over 22,000 times a day. And the top 10% of those people um, is 5,000 times we're touching our smartphones. And then we're sitting here lecturing our kids, you need to, you can't use your phone Monday through Thursday and you can only be on it a half hour on the weekends and then here we are, right? So it's like, let's make sure we're acknowledging that what we're modeling is way more likely to teach our kids or create resistance within our own family. So it's a beautiful opportunity yeah. to have them guide us to some character growth there. 95% of what your kids are going to learn is what you model. 5% yeah. is what we tell them. So they're hardly yeah. ever listening to you guys, but they're always watching <laughs> you guys. Yes. Yes, and so it's a beautiful opportunity because if we see that there's problems with them managing, there's probably a problem with us managing. And it's no different. Our mental health is being just as affected by how much we're on these devices mm -hmm. as our children. Yep. So it's just like Terry works in the corporate world. He's gets very tempted to check text at 10 p.m. And I know he's always on a constant like, no, 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 don't look at it, don't look at it, because that's his sacred brain space, right? Like, yeah. you should be allowed to not have to check in on text or emails at 10 p.m., but that's a process, right? Like, that's mm -hmm. a new thing that we're all trying to deal with. I started putting my phone on airplane mode yeah. when I go to sleep for two reasons, because it helps a little bit of that, all that crazy stuff coming in through the phones, through yeah, your right. brain. And the other thing, too, that I, I know if I wake up in the night, there's not, I can't look, for, you know, there won't be a text sitting in my face I have that I have to look at. Yeah. And it's been great. I sleep so much better on airplane mode than non-airplane mode. That's actually a fact that when you sleep by your phone, it's not good for you, right? What is yeah, it affect again? That, yeah. yeah. Because when you like charge your phone, you have to like keep it a certain distance. Or yeah. So we remember... started putting them down here in the office. And it's yeah. They're not even in the, the room anymore. We, That's amazing. Just recently. We, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But She's yes, like, ask me how long it works. <laughs> it's been about a month, right? But it's been fabulous. But it's great. That's awesome. And I have found that there's been some mornings I woke up and I'm like, there was one not too long ago and it was like 
13 missed texts. And you would think that would be very important, right? I went through it. I read it all. They figured it out. And everything came full circle. And they didn't need me. <laughs> oh, during the night. And you 13. slept well. And I slept and well. And you took your kids to school like you do every single morning. Which and is I modeled important. also for my coworkers, too, when I came in. I think they know that I have boundaries and nobody came down on me for it. I think in the end, they probably felt like, I wish I could make a boundary too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, good story. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me now, if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Right, you guys, last point is making sure that we're super vigilant about avoiding nature deficits with our kids and ourselves. So we have to remember every time we're on these devices or say yes to our kids being on the screens, um, we are basically saying no to them, all of us being out in nature, right? And so I think more and more studies are coming out where it's showing that when Kate, a lot of kids these days are having this big nature deficit, they're not in trees enough, they're not in, in the ocean, on pl- digging in dirt or, or seeing the clouds pass by or hearing the birds and that's affecting behavior so just be vigilant of that right Susie I mean I yeah. know gosh you always you, Susie always teaches us nature soothes all of our souls but especially our children yeah your kids having a bad time put them outside yes you know I think like the highlight of the kids day should be going outside not going on the screen and yes. that's what we should learn now because it used to be, you know, I used to go outside and be like, yes, outside. But now it's like, let's go on my screen time for an hour, you know, <laughs> right. like 
Where yes. do you find that? You know, it's not I had one dad, single dad, had, he was like, he was just getting caught up in that, like, how do you get your kid off the TV or any screen? So I said, why don't you try telling him as long, how much time you have outside, you get that much screen time. Oh. And it worked. Like, eventually, you know, they went in out That's for an cool. hour. Eventually, they even stopped. They were out a lot more than what they got on the screen. Yes, yeah. It was just an idea. It was like, kind of like your reset you, I want you to talk oh, about. Yes, like, yes, real quick. It's like they just that. got them back out, used to being outside again. It was just breaking the habit of being in front of a TV set or whatever screen they had going yes, on. Yeah. So, Susie, that's a great way to, to end out this because we are at our 20 minutes. We all we hit it almost. Yes. <laughs> um, is, yeah, you know, you turned me on to the book called Reset Your Child's Brain about a year ago now. And I read through that and it was really this beautiful challenge of what if we took the whole family off the of devices for 30 days? And, you know, full transparency, Terry and I, of course, stayed connected a little bit because I'm an entrepreneur, I run a business, lots of social media marketing. Just enough and to then keep the thing rolling. Just enough to keep like our business businesses and our work rolling, but we joined in with our kids and we did 30 days where they completely did not have any of their interactive devices and we pretty much put it down when we were together for those 30 days. They still had TV and stuff, but it was the interactive devices we were going for that that book really recommends. That book gives a ton of studies and research about what's happening to all of our brains and it's scary. Um, and it was phenomenal. So during that month, um, our kids really played a lot more music. They were able to get back in touch with more time in nature and what it felt like to be bored and reach for creative solutions rather than just like fill it up with with screen time or Minecraft or whatever it is and um and it was a really impactful month so now well, I so, think so I share the story of what you what they learned I mean what they did differently remember that you asked them yeah well, Tara you can touch on yeah. That, yeah so when it was time to like say yay we made it a month like you know here's everybody's you know device back um we all like went around the table and said okay well in that time that you got back that you would have been on your screen, what was something that you did instead or something that you really liked? And we went around the table and it was, it was amazing because like, you know, Taryn said, you know, I learned a new song on the guitar and, you know, Stella had, had read, you know, a book that she wouldn't have read. And also I think music was a big thing. She learned songs on, on the drums too. And, I, you know, Wendy and I also said, you know, we picked up books and we did things and we got, I got in the water more and, and things like that to where it was like just ending the scroll for us and ending the, whether it's games or whatever for them, just freed up time. And then it broke the habit. It broke the habit so much that like the kids, I think were a little excited to have their devices back, but same day within no time, we were back outside. Yeah. You know, willingly, no, no fight at all over like, okay, cool. Now let's put it down. You don't have to spend all day on it. It was like, it worked itself out. And eventually, you know, we slid back into some old habits, but I think probably not the way we were. We were one step, I think, freed from, you know, yeah, the, the habit or the, you know, and more, more aware of what you're doing. So yeah, it was really great. So I, I, I suggest every family goes on that 30 day reset once at least once a year yep just to yeah. get everybody back it's like a fast yeah like yeah. A, yeah it is it's really good and I know, I know there's a lot of fear around that but um but just so per, you know just take our story and know that you don't have to be scared of it, it yeah it's tough just like anything just like right. if you're like I haven't been exercising in a year and now I got to start exercising again sure it's going to be tough the first week but then it gets better and you just have to have the courage to dive in because without it you're just going to stay in the same habitual yeah 
mess. So, but so get some courage, get that book out from the library or order it from Amazon. Um, and I think that's our five points. I think we got it in almost 20 minutes. So Susie, thank you for being here. Thank Gabby, you. Thank you for thank being you. here. Oh, and um, <laughs> let us know if you have any questions, guys. But hopefully you get out there and set some really strong limits with your kids and um, just be a strong leader in your house when it comes to really modeling and teaching your kids healthy tech consumption habits. And like Wendy said, June um, is tech is the subject within the monthly membership, the bonfire. So if you're not in the bonfire, um, or if you are, just know that we're, we're covering this in length beyond this, this podcast. Yes, so get absolutely. out there, get supported, get the book, get in the bonfire, the foundations course. Thank you so much. For links and more information about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 19. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.